time for your Saturday morning coffee with Reese Boyd. Reese Boyd is on right now. Talk 94.5. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. I am Reese Boyd, local attorney here in town with the firm of Davis and Boyd. It is Saturday, October 30th, 2021, 707 on your Saturday morning. Thanks for joining us here on Saturday Morning Coffee special live broadcast edition of Saturday Morning Coffee. We're broadcasting live from the Myrtle Beach Marriott Myrtle Beach Resort uh, at Grand Dunes here in Myrtle Beach for the First in the South Republican Action Conference hosted by the South Carolina Republican Party. And uh, excited to be with you uh, this morning for this first ever live remote broadcast of Saturday Morning Coffee. We've got a great show coming up for you today. We're going to be talking about what is the South Carolina Republican Party's Republican Action Conference. This is the first uh, action conference that they've hosted. They're hosting it here this weekend in uh, O'Ree County here in Myrtle Beach. Several hundred uh, Republican activists, party loyalists, others excited about uh, fixing America, making America great again here in Myrtle Beach, here at the Myrtle Beach uh, Marriott Grand Dunes Resort. Uh, Hearing from some great speakers, and so we'll be talking about that throughout uh, today's program. Also going to be talking about uh, talking to some of our special guests. Uh, we'll be joined here on the program by Drew McKissick. Uh, Drew is the chairman of the South Carolina Republican Party. We're also going to be talking uh, to Lieutenant Governor Pamela Evich. She'll be stopping into the booth to talk with us here on Saturday Morning Coffee. We're going to be talking to Mitch Prosser, who is with the Palmetto Family Council. Uh, Palmetto Family Council is based in Columbia, doing great work here in South Carolina, protecting the family. We're also going to be talking, hopefully, to Barbara Arthur. Barbara is a candidate for Congress here in the 7th District here in O'Ree County. She'll be stopping by the studio. We also uh, plan to hear from Cleta Mitchell. Cleta is an election lawyer. She's also a senior legal fellow with the Conservative Partner Institutes. We'll be excited to talk to her this morning as the proceedings get underway. It's still sort of slowly starting to come to life here at the Republican Action Conference, but we're excited. Uh, people are starting to, to uh, mill into the, into the room here at, uh, the, Grand, uh, at, at the Marriott Resort. So we're excited to be here with you. As uh, you guys know, uh, every Saturday morning we gather here on these airwaves to talk about uh, conservative principles, all the things that uh, we think uh, are important for you to know about here at Saturday Morning Coffee, as always. We invite you to sit down, pour yourself a cup of your favorite coffee. Join us as we talk about the news, current events, what's happening in this crazy, broken world that we live in. Uh, That's what's great about being at an event like uh, the Republican Action Conference, and uh, excited to uh, share that with you guys. But folks are talking about conservative solutions and uh, all the things that, that folks are trying to do. Uh, to confront the many ways in which this country seems to be running off the rails uh, right before our very eyes with an alarming, uh, completely alarming speed. Um, As you guys know, here at Saturday Morning Coffee, we're all about limited government, lower taxes, and all the things that mean more freedom, more freedom for you, more freedom for me, and more of us, more freedom for all of us who are uh, we the people. Uh, We've got a country to save, folks. That's why everyone has come out uh, to the events in town this weekend. 
And uh, we're excited that folks are energized and working to save this country. It is our country, and it's up to us uh, to save it, folks. So uh, we've got a country to save. It starts right here. It's right here, I would say, right here in this studio, but right here at the Republican Action Conference this morning. Wherever you are, uh, that's where it starts. We invite you to settle in with a cup of your favorite coffee. Join us as we get your Saturday morning going. I'm joined here in the studio, of course, as always, by Dr. Glenn Dye. Dr. Dye, good morning. Can you still hear me over at the studio? Absolutely. You are uh, You are not here, though. You are out there at the nice Grand Dunes. What a beautiful uh, place you're at today. And what a great time to, a uh, great place to hold this great event. I, I was looking at the list of speakers, and uh, it, it, it's pretty extensive. Yeah, we've got a great lineup of speakers here at the studio this morning. Uh, folks are going to be hearing at 8 o'clock from Robert Cahaley. Robert is one of the preeminent pollsters in uh, national politics. Mm-hmm. Um, gained notoriety in the last couple of election soci- uh, cycles for his uncanny ability to uh, read the tea leaves and predict uh, how folks were going to vote at the polls. So he'll be speaking at 8. Hopefully we can get Rob to drop by uh, the booth and uh and uh, participate in Saturday morning coffee with us this morning. So it should be fun, Glenn. And your your voice isn't quite as mellifluous over the uh, Comrex, <laughs> but you still sound good. Well, you know, technology, it's great that you're down the road from us and we're able to uh, carry on a conversation with little to no delay. And um, today is going to be an action-packed uh, day for you down there and tomorrow, actually, as well, right? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. very exciting. And... Um, and uh, 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 we're, we're excited to be a part of it, and uh, we wanted to give everybody uh, an opportunity who's here at the uh, convention to drop by the booth. We're right at the registration desk. You'll see the sign that says uh, Broadcast Lounge Talk 94.5, and you'll see our little sign that says Saturday Morning Coffee. So stop by the booth if you're here at the convention. Join us for a few moments. Uh, we've got our first impromptu guest who has just uh, stopped in by the booth. We'll get to him in just a second. Yeah, but we do invite uh, you guys in the audience to join in the show, participate in this discussion. The call-in line, as always, is 843-903-2945. Of course, the PCRXcomputers.com text line is alive and well this morning. Invite you guys to text your comments to us at 843 798 if you want to email any questions to the show, the email address for Saturday Morning Coffee is SMC. That's SMC at uh, gmail.com. And by the way, I want to remind you guys that Saturday Morning Coffee is available as a podcast. So if you go to your uh, Apple podcast menu, CarPlay, Google Play, however you are um, Pandora, however you download your podcast, search for Saturday Morning Coffee. Look for the familiar blue and red coffee cup logo. Click then on Listen Now, or even better, click Subscribe, and you'll get new editions of Saturday Morning Coffee every time they are uploaded to the podcast page so that you can uh, listen to them at your leisure. And I just want to remind you guys that uh, freedom literally hangs in the balance. If you're not aware of that, you're uh, not paying attention. So we hope you guys are paying attention listening to this show and and doing everything you can do to stay informed and keep abreast of uh, so much of the craziness going on in the world. We've got a lot to talk about uh, today. In addition to the convention, there's crazy news coming out of the Biden administration about payments to illegal aliens. Um, Just uh, crazy things going on right here in town at Coastal Carolina. Uh, with some uh, political correctness run amok right here in our uh, in our own county 
And just so much to get to that uh, we need uh, to discuss. But right now, at this moment, we have got a, a guest here who's joined us here in the booth. Our hey, own uh, Reese. Jim Furry. Jim is a former FBI agent. He's at the convention this weekend. So, Jim, welcome to the show. Thanks for dropping by. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, it's terrific. Uh, terrific uh, convention. Yesterday morning was is really good uh, presentation about school choice. Uh, had a Dr. Corey DeAngelis. Oh yeah, yeah. He he was fantastic. He was making a point that we can we can pick where we want to go to college. So, yeah. So why can't parents pick where where their kids can go to school between kindergarten and age twelve? You know, it's it's a uh, a very a logical argument. Absolutely. That, yeah. That. I tell folks all the time, I think education choice is the civil rights uh, issue of our time. So it's a very important issue. What do you think is, uh, that's an important issue. Uh, Jim, what do you think are the other issues that are motivating folks to get out and, and get active and, and be involved? Well, I mean, all day yesterday, everything that came out about uh, national national security, uh, uh, later, the the gal from Immigration and Customs, she was she was uh, describing about how the bill that's coming out now. There's a lawsuit, and they're suing the federal government. They want to give everybody whose family has been separated four hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. We'll be talking about that on the show, Jim. Thanks for dropping by, yeah, folks. It's yeah. a special edition of Saturday Morning Coffee, broadcasting live from the Marriott Grand Dunes Resort here in Myrtle Beach for the First in the South Republican Action Conference. Stop by and say hello if you're at the conference or you just want to drop by. We've got some prizes to give away. So look forward to a great show, some great guests. Stick with us. We'll be right back after these words from our very kind sponsors here on Saturday Morning Coffee. I'm Reese Boyd. That's Jim Furry. Don't leave town. Possible by PCRX Computer Sales and Service. They have the right prescription for your PC. Live on location. Talk 94.5. Text us 843-798-TALK. Saturday morning coffee. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk 94.5. I'm Dr. Ray Cleary and came down from Ohio back in the 70s. Was director of operative dentistry at Shaw Air Force Base. Then I opened my practice in the late 70s in Surfside Beach. I think what makes the difference more than anything is I'm going to be around here. Dr. Boatwright's going to be around here a few years from now. We're committed to the community. It's interesting. I mean, we have patients that come to me from Pittsburgh. I've got a patient that I met in Columbia and a couple of the patients that got to know me in Columbia come down here from Columbia. Honestly, our patients have been friends of ours, and I call them more friends than patients. I try to be honest with what their needs are. I try to give them options as to A, B, and C, and what their affordability is, and we try to work out a, something that makes sense to them. My dad, as I said, was a CPA, so I try to put value to my patients. Todman's Dentistry is located at 1625 Glens Bay Road, which is between Surfside Drive and Homestown Road. Our website is tidelandsdental.com. Hi, everybody. It's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee, talking with Scott Pyle of Pyle Financial Services about how sound financial planning can help your family. Scott? There's so much unknown about where things are going politically, socially, and culturally. And certainly there's a huge concern many families have about where things are going financially. One of the best things you can do is learn how to keep more. We are helping families across the country keep more every day. Keep more wealth and keep more income now and in the future. 
If you want to learn how to keep more of your wealth and more of your income, schedule a time, talk to us today, and we'll lay out the roadmap for you and your family. Pile Financial Services, aligning wealth with purpose. Find them online at pilefinancialservices.com or call 843-945-4480. Securities and advisory services offered through Prospera Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. You're listening to the Reese Boyd Radio Hour, Saturday morning coffee on Talk 94.5. Our live broadcasts are made possible by PCRX Computer Sales and Service. They have the right prescription for your PC. Live on location, Talk 94.5. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. It is 7.20 on your Saturday morning. Thanks for joining us here for this special edition of Saturday Morning Coffee, broadcasting live from the First in the South Republican Action Conference right here in Myrtle Beach, hosted at the... Uh, by the South Carolina Republican Party right at the uh, Marriott uh, Grand Dunes Myrtle Beach Resort. So if you're out and about this morning, want to drop by and say hello, we're, we're here at the uh, uh, Marriott uh, Grand Dunes broadcasting live for what is a very special event. As I mentioned before the break, we've got some special guests coming up during the program. And uh, if you're out and about at the conference and you want to drop by the booth and say hello, please do that. We'd love to hear from you. And um, we've got a couple of uh, impromptu guests waiting in the wings, I think, right now. wanted to talk about one of the things that we mentioned just before the break. You heard uh, Jim Furry mentioned a, a, a situation that we have uh, that, that, I mean, folks, I think if you listen to the program regularly, you know that I'm a, a – uh, a persistent optimist. I believe that uh, you've heard me say many times freedom is a stubborn thing, and I do not believe that uh, government of the people, by the people, for the people is going to go quietly into the dark night. Uh, I believe that there are many of us who love this country, who love what this country stands for, who realize that this country is not evil, it is not inherently racist systemically. It is not inherently any of the things that some on the left would have you believe, and we're willing to fight for the country that we know uh, we have, the country that we inherited and the country that we had hoped to pass to our children. So, but occasionally I will read something that just convinces me that, hmm, just maybe (laughs) is there a possibility I'm wrong. Sometimes I read something and it makes me think, just pass me the hail bop applesauce and let me the hell off the planet. Um, one such item came across my desk this week. Don't know if you guys have heard about this. This from the uh, Daily Wire, quoting an article in the Wall Street Journal. Biden administration in talks to offer up to $450,000 to every illegal border crosser separated under the Trump administration. Democratic President Joe Biden's administration is reportedly in talks to offer approximately to every illegal alien that was separated from their family at the border under the Trump administration's zero-tolerance policy in 2018. The U.S. Department of Justice, Homeland Security, and Health and Human Services are considering payments that could amount to close to $1 million per family. 
if uh, the approval is, if the settlement is approved. The Wall Street Journal reported most of the families that crossed the border illegally from Mexico uh, were seeking asylum in the U.S., including at least one parent and one child. The report said many families would likely get similar payouts depending on the circumstances and that the total payout to these families could be more than $1 billion. $1 billion, folks, of your hard-earned tax dollars that are being spent to compensate people who knowingly came to this country and broke the law. These payments would be the result of a suit brought by the American Civil Liberties Union, which claims that there are thousands of individuals that were separated under the policy. The discussions, according to the Wall Street Journal, have at times been contentious. You think? I would hope so. They have taken place over the past few months among a group of a dozen or so private lawyers representing the families and government lawyers. Now, this is one of those moments, folks, where I am uh, somewhat and, and marginally ashamed of my law degree. Some government lawyers have viewed the payouts as excessive for people who had violated the law by crossing the border. One government lawyer threatened to remove his name from the case out of disagreement with the potential settlement offer. Former acting DHS Secretary Chad Wolf slammed the move, saying that there were no limits to what the Biden administration would do in terms of implementing policy that was damaging to border security and immigration, adding that this latest move may be at the top of the list. The latest move by the Biden administration comes as Biden's border crisis reached a new level on Friday. As data released by U.S. Customs and Border Protection showed, that Border Patrol has made approximately 1.66 million arrests of illegal aliens entering the U.S. from Mexico just in fiscal year 2021. Border crossings surpassed 1.6 million annually at least twice recently, both Uh, In 1986 and 2000, the Wall Street Journal reported last week. But in 2019, when crossings reached their peak under the the Biden administration, they made 850,000 arrests. This uh, most recent fiscal year, the the Border Protection Agency is now reporting 1.66 million arrests at the border. Uh, That's an incredible number, folks, and it reminds me that what this government, what these individual uh, leftists, these Democrats, this politician, this president, it appears that what they want to do is uh, to break this country. And um, it's uh, it's amazing to see that uh, this is where we are. This is what we've come to. Every once in a while you read something that makes you wonder Uh, whether or not we will survive, folks, and that is one of those things. I would remind you guys that uh, this is not a problem without consequence. Uh, Just uh, this week, I also uh, read, we've read uh, reports uh, that the, uh, you guys will recall the individual who um, violently raped a woman on a train in the Philadelphia area as onlookers on the train watched and did nothing. It turns out, additional reporting has indicated that that individual was an illegal alien who has a reportedly has a criminal history and was supposed to be deported uh, years ago. Tucker Carlson confirmed that Fiston Nagoy, who was arrested last week for allegedly raping a woman in a brutal attack on a SEPTA train in front of other passengers, came to the U.S. legally on a student visa. 
However, the 35-year-old Congolese national had his visa terminated in 2015 because he failed to remain a student. Uh, meanwhile, court records show that he racked up multiple arrests and two misdemeanor convention, con- convictions for controlled substance abuse and sexual abuse, and it's basically various uh, reports of his criminal activities here in the country. So he wasn't in the country legally, folks. He was an illegal alien. Uh, in addition to that report that came out this week, on Thursday night on his show, Tucker Carlson had a story about Ill- an illegal immigrant who was uh, totally not in the country legally, had never been here legally, was here for an extended period of time, was drinking, driving. This occurred in Tampa, Florida. He was driving his truck at night with no lights on, He had had 16 beers. That's 16, folks. And he was in his car again, in his truck again, on his way to get more beer. Well, obviously, I mean, if you've had 16 beers and you're driving, clearly you're on your way to get more beer. He admitted this freely after the accident, by the way. He rear-ended while he was driving on his way to get more beer after the 16 that he had had. He rear-ended a small SUV. They were stopped at a red light. He was traveling at a high rate of speed. The impact literally crushed the smaller SUV. The driver of the smaller SUV's daughter, a five-year-old, sitting in her car seat in the back of the smaller SUV, was killed. Her five-year-old life was ended at that stoplight. Again, illegal immigrant came to this country illegally. No legal right to be here. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable, folks, what these folks are doing and trying to do uh, to this country. So it's uh, just another example of how desperately we need to fix uh, this country, folks. And um, uh, Glenn, can you hear me at the uh, studio? Yes. I see I'm get, you're getting some static. Are we doing okay? Yeah, we, we'll talk about that as we uh, take this break here. All right, let's roll into a break, folks, and we'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. And coming up right after the break, we're going to be talking to Drew McKissick, who is the chairman of the South Carolina Republican Party. They are the host of this great event here at the Marriott Grand Dunes. We look forward to talking to Drew. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. I'm Reese Boyd. That's Glenn Dye. Don't leave town. Saturday morning coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. And more coming up next on Talk 94.5. Thanks for waking up with Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk 94.5. Our live broadcasts are made possible by PCRX Computer Sales and Service. They have the right prescription for your PC. Live on location, Talk 94.5. Everybody, welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. It is 7:34 on your Saturday morning, Saturday, October 30th. Fascinating uh, event we've got going on here in Myrtle Beach this weekend. Proud to be a part of it. We are broadcasting live from the First in the South Republican Action Conference, hosted by the South Carolina Republican Party. 
It is uh, an exciting event where uh, a few hundred Republican activists and party loyalists have joined uh, together to hear from speakers and learn about how they can get involved, how they can be more effective in the political process. Joined here on the program now by Drew McKissick, who is the chairman of the South Carolina Republican Party, who is the host of this great event. Drew, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Happy to be here. Wish I had as much coffee as you have had so far, but I have not. <laughs> they only had decaf in the hotel room. Oh, so. my goodness. Well, I, I have been drinking coffee since about 4 o'clock this morning. Right. So I am well, I am well lubricated. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I am energized and, uh, and well, well, uh, well lubricated. Uh, so, Drew, this appears to be a great event. Tell, me, tell folks, for those who aren't familiar with what you guys are trying to do here this weekend, what's it all about? Sure. This is our, uh, our inaugural First in the South Republican Action Conference. Uh, this is uh, the largest training event that the Republican Party has ever put on in South Carolina. Uh, right now, I think we've got about 350 folks that are going to be in here today. Uh, and going over uh, everything from key policy issues that obviously conservatives uh, care about, from uh, education, school choice, to election integrity, uh, to immigration, uh, national security policy. But then also in the meantime or in between, we have breakout training sessions uh, whether it's how to be a candidate, how to help someone run for office, how to manage volunteers, how to lobby, you know, the things that grassroots conservatives need to know about how to be effective uh, and have an impact. You know, it's one thing to get people to to get engaged and get involved. Uh, It's another thing for them to know how to be effective once they actually do that. Uh, Because if they can't be effective, then they'll get, uh, uh, you know, um, they'll get put out. They'll get and then potentially, you know, turn back out. They get burnt out. And, you know, then that's no good for them, the things that they believe, the things that we believe. So uh, and in the meantime, also having some great uh, national speakers coming in. Senator Rick Scott, the chairman of the National Republican Senatorial Committee, was here yesterday talking about Senate race landscape last year. I had uh, Congresswoman Kat Kamick from down in uh, uh, Florida uh, last night. Uh, Gave a fantastic speech. Uh, And looking forward to today, we've got uh, former Trump chief of staff and RNC chair, Reince Priebus, is going to be here for lunch. Robert Cahaley uh, is going to be here at breakfast here shortly uh, giving a, a polling update. Uh, so it's going to be a great day. I well, see you've got Armstrong Williams on the dais yes, uh, this morning, yes, another, another radio personality. Yes. Yeah. Armstrong's fantastic. Yes, Great absolutely. motivational speaker. Oh, absolutely. And I see you've got, you've got a lot of breakout sessions, so you are doing a lot of educating. Um, what do you think um, What do you think is, is motivating folks uh, to mm-hmm. turn out? What, what is, I mean, I, I think you and I are, yeah. <laughs> have the same answer on the tip of our tongue, but what's motivating people in your opinion? Oh uh, well, in a word, Biden. Yeah. Uh, and but uh, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, that's right. Let's go. Let's Brandon. go, Brandon. Uh, you know, and what we've seen over the course of the last, you know, say six to eight weeks, uh, well, it began in Afghanistan, picked up steam, obviously at the border, and picked up more steam with our our economies, quote supply chain crisis, uh, inflation. Uh, and you know it's it's like this this toxic avalanche of things that have begun to roll downhill again on the Biden administration. Of course, you know his polling is now severely upside down. His numbers now are actually worse than what Barack Obama's were when they lost 48 seats in the House, and worse than where Bill Clinton's numbers were when they lost 61 seats in the House. Uh, and you know, so I mean, the, the the result is right now you see what's happening in Virginia. Yeah. Uh, Republicans in Virginia are excited. They're engaged, enthusiastic. Uh, they are beating Democrats in early voting yeah. there in Virginia. Uh, and, you know, I'll take an enthusiastic voter over just a you know, oh, home voter any day of the week because, yeah. you know, they work. In, in a fair fight, I think we win. Yeah. 
I do. And uh, I'm worried about it not being a fair fight, but I think in a fair fight, it seems to be leaning our direction. And the good news is, you know, the difference right now, Virginia and New Jersey is the other state that's having a governor's race right now. Uh, Those are the only two states that are in play next week. So it's different than in a national election when all of your experts are spread thin all across the entire country. Uh, Virginia right now, I'm telling you, is covered in Republican election law experts right now from top to bottom and side to side. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I hope that they can secure this election. Um, I wanted to ask you this question. What, what, have you heard of this crazy idea that's coming out of the Biden administration now about paying illegal immigrants? Paying people yes. who came here illegal, yes. who broke the law, yes. and now our government is going to give them yeah. four hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars a piece. Yeah, right. Here's your prize. You know, you broke in, and you know, here's your prize. And and what do they think that's going to do to the migrant caravans in Central uh, it's, America? It's, it's, group? it's the welcome mat. It's I, the welcome mat. I, I mean, it seems to me. I mean, I, I have a pretty high tolerance for craziness because you and you do this, too. You've worked in politics. <laughs> For a this, long time, this is crazy. <laughs> but this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, I'm like, I read that, and I think these people must want revolution. Well, I mean, you know, what, what do you expect will happen? I mean, we saw what happened already at the border, uh, and you know, of course, we know Kamala Harris is in charge of the border, so that. Oh yeah. You know, well, she's we gotten feel, to the root of the problem. Yeah, that's right. So I'm, that's I'm sure right. we it's don't have. Now. Yeah, we don't have anything uh, to really they, worry they, about. They decided to fix it by paying everybody who broke in. That's going to fix the problem, uh, and you know, so obviously. Uh, you can't continue with that. Uh, obviously, you can't continue uh, letting folks know that, hey, if I can make it to the border, they're just going to let me in, write me a ticket, and then tell me to come back to a trial date sometime a year and a half from now. Here, go have fun yeah. in the interior of the United States. Or here's your 2 a.m. flight, and we're going to send you off to yeah. Seattle or to, you know, wherever. So if you get to the States illegally, we're going to fly you some to some ni- nice place. Yeah. And if we happen to do something to you that's harmful, we're going to pay you several you hundred you thousand picture. dollars for your trouble. Yes, yeah. Dwight, that's a recipe for national suicide. Totally. I totally. mean, financial suicide, social, cultural, you name it. And then and obviously, you know, we have to talk about the, the small thing about how much this cheapens the notion of citizenship. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Well, that's out the window. Now. Oh, yeah. That, now, now we're talking about that's just, three or four yeah. exit stops behind <laughs> us. <laughs> I mean, yeah. now what we're talking about literally is 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 uh, the financial and social and cultural, you know, and in many cases, the crime-related problems yeah. uh, that many neighborhoods now are going to experience with that, with, with drugs, et cetera. And it's, it's a toxic stew. And, you know, so you wonder why his numbers are upside down. Well, and he's dragging Terry McAuliffe in Virginia down with him. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, because, like I said, those numbers are dead even, or the last one or two had uh, the Republican up one to two points, I believe, in the last day or two. Uh, and, you know, it's telling all Democrats at the ballot box, if Glenn Youngkin wins, they're going to be uh, a lot of uh, wet beds on the Democrat side of the yeah. aisle and a lot of retirements from Congress. Well, well, it seems to be breaking our way. You know, it's, uh, you know, so fingers crossed, praying hard, doing, uh, sent some money to Youngkin. Um, yep. I'm hoping and praying that, yep. that we get the result we need because if we don't turn the tide, uh, Drew, we're done. Yeah. And uh, which brings me to my next question. You know, yeah. Barack Obama taught us elections have consequences. I That's would right. say, at the moment, we kind of have to restate it. It's who in the white, who is in the White House has consequences. Correct. Um, we're, I never imagined that they would begin to undo this country as quickly as they have, and how much yeah. damage he would do. But my question is, yeah. can we even make it to twenty twenty four? 
um, well, at the rate we're going. What's your well, take? look, I mean, you know, we, we saw, and I think we were equally uh, as amazed at how quick after the 16 election in 17 and 18, Donald Trump was able to turn the economy around uh, and able to get a hold of, you know, the border issue. I mean, we were we were securing the border. The border at that point by the end of his presidency, was more secure than it had been in 20 years. In a long time. Because we were doing logical things. We're actually enforcing right. the border. Exactly. Go yeah. figure. And on the economy, deregulation. I mean, you, we he wiped out 10, I think it was 8 or 10 regulations for every new regulation the government put forward. What happens? The economy becomes more productive. I mean, regulatory red tape is an unseen, hidden tax on everybody yeah. in the economy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they've destroyed it. They're wrecking things in a hurry. Uh, you know, the right policies the right person can fix it in a hurry i hope so that's my prayer drew i know you're busy you got a lot going on yep. this morning um any parting words you want to give to our listeners get involved get yep. engaged politics is not a spectator sport uh you know you may not be interested in politics but politics is interested in you amen um i i think folks are beginning to wake up to that fact when they see the irs wanting to peek into their bank account on a yes. daily basis for every transaction right. over i mean what kind of country are well, they we just want to look we yeah. just want to look yeah we just want the information <laughs> we're not going to do anything with That's it right. we, you just want to <laughs> give us a break calvin <laughs> folks it's drew mckissick chairman of the south carolina republican party i encourage you guys to get involved be a part of the be a part of the solution folks if folks uh, right. drew if folks want to find information about the south carolina republican party and get involved yep. how uh-huh. can they do that go to scgop.com slash volunteer scgop.com slash volunteer. Love to have you be part of the solution. Very good. Thanks, Drew. Thanks so much for dropping by. Thank you. Come back anytime. Folks, that's Drew McKissick, chairman of the South Carolina Republican Party, and it's a special edition of Saturday Morning Coffee here this morning, broadcasting live from the Myrtle Beach Grand Dunes Marriott Resort. Hope you will uh, drop by and say hello if you're at the conference, and if you're not at the conference, uh, Join us uh, online, uh, dial in, uh, let us know your thoughts on all of these issues, and we'll be back after these words from our sponsors with more Saturday morning coffee. I'm Reese Boyd. Glenn, are you there? Absolutely. Who else would be over here driving this ship? Okay, I just want to make sure. I I, I wasn't getting much feedback from the station, so are we going to go to a break now, Glenn? Yeah, let's turn up your volume a little bit so you can hear this bumper music, okay? Yeah, all right, I'll turn it up. All right, we'll be right back. Glenn, we'll be right back with more Saturday Morning Coffee. I'm Reese Boyd. That's Glenn Dye. Don't leave town. Saturday Morning Coffee. Call the show at 843-903-2945. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour returns after these on Talk 94.5. Our live broadcasts are made possible by PCRX Computer Sales and Service. They have the right prescription for your PC. Live on location, Talk 94.5. Hi, everybody. It's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee. We're here today talking with Greg Sisson of the Greg Sisson Team, EXP Realty. And, Greg, the question on everybody's mind these days, what is going on with this real estate market now? We have just come off three straight months of 
rising single-family home inventory coupled with three straight months of slightly decreasing home sales. So what that tells us is the beginning of the shift is on. That frenzied market we felt this summer is really over with, and we're at the beginning of a shifting market. So this means if you've been waiting, waiting for this continued run-up in the market, the time to get your property on the market is right now before things change more. Folks, that's great real estate advice from Greg Sisson. Reach Greg and the Greg Sisson team, EXP Realty, at 843-251-2693 or reach them online at gregsisson.com. It's Greg Sisson and the Greg Sisson team, your choice for real estate experts here along the Grand Strand. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour, two full hours on Talk 94.5. Our live broadcasts are made possible by PCRX Computer Sales and Service. They have the right prescription for your PC. Live on location, Talk 94.5. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee. It's 749 on your Saturday morning, Saturday, October 30th, 2021. It's a special uh, local broadcast edition of Saturday Morning Coffee. We are broadcasting live from the Myrtle Beach Marriott Grand Dunes Resort here uh, along the beautiful Grand Strand. We are here today for the First in the South Republican Action Conference. It is the inaugural training conference hosted by the South Carolina Republican Party. We're having a great time here uh, learning from a lot of great speakers talking about uh, the political environment we're operating in today, uh, how folks can get involved. We were just joined on the program by Drew McKissick, the uh, chairman of the South Carolina Republican Party. I want to thank Drew for dropping uh, in uh, the studio here, the remote studio here with us this morning. Uh, and just give a shout out to the Republican Party for hosting this great event. It is uh, just uh, the energy here is really incredible. Uh, Three, four hundred folks here. I'm not sure the exact number, but just a great crowd, great turnout for a weekend of uh, informative uh, uh, training and breakout sessions where, where folks are learning about how to get involved in the political process and how to make a difference uh, in their neighborhoods, in their communities, and in their state. Uh, just having a great time. Invite you guys to drop by if you're around and uh, join us here in the uh, booth. If you're at the con- conference, drop by and say hello. And uh, right now, we've got another special guest here in the remote studio with us. I'm joined by uh, Mitch Prosser. Mitch is the uh, Mitch is with Palmetto Family Council, and uh, he is here uh, attending the conference on behalf of Palmetto Family Council. And I believe he's also speaking at one of the events. Are you not, Mitch? Yes, sir. Tomorrow morning, our our group, our ministry, Palmetto Family Council, is hosting a time of worship and prayer. And we're excited to be here, and thanks fo- so much for having me on today, Reese. Oh, absolutely. And now that's going to be, is that the breakfast with Tim Scott? Yes, absolutely, tomorrow Excellent. morning. Excellent. And that'll happen tomorrow morning. What time is that? I believe it's 8 to 10. All right. Very, yep, I think you're right. It's, uh, general session coffee with Senator nope. Tim Scott starting nine at 9 a.m. And the uh, Palmetto Family Council brunch uh, starts at 10.30. So, Mitch, for those who may not be familiar, and, of course, we've talked about Palmetto Family on the on the program several times, but tell folks who may not be aware of Palmetto Family and its uh, important work what uh, Palmetto Family is. Palmetto Family exists to be the guardrails in South Carolina, the cultural guardrails in South Carolina, keeping the liberal left from driving everything that you and I care about off of a cliff. 
as I told someone the other day, Reese, they're not just kissing up against those guardrails. They've backed the car up, and they are driving perpendicular, hard, and fast at the guardrails. We believe that South Carolina ought to be a place where God is honored, religious freedom flourishes, families thrive, and life is cherished. And we are so excited to see so many great men and women who are standing strong and firm for the values that make made our country and South Carolina so great. Amen. And, of course, Palmetto family doing important work. And I, as you obviously know, I, full disclosure, I serve on the board for Palmetto family. I've yes. been on the board for many years. It is just an, an institution that I uh, just wholeheartedly uh, believe in. It's been, uh, it's been doing uh, important work here in, in, in South Carolina uh, for many, many years. And I noticed that you guys have recently, this is a new effort of Palmetto family, I noticed that we're in the magazine business now. You've got yes, a couple sir. of, a couple of uh, issues of the Palmetto Family Matters magazine. I see that there's uh, an article about adoption, an article about safeguarding uh, girls in South Carolina sports. Of course, we've talked about that uh, many times. Uh, there's a legislative outlook uh, piece and uh, a piece by Pastor Bill Monroe in Florence at the Florence Baptist Temple about God's design for the three pillars of society. And, of course, the uh, the cover story is about uh, CRT in your hometown. Is that really a threat Absolutely. In, in South Carolina? Absolutely. Now, trying to understand what CRT is, uh, it, it's, it's possible to understand what CRT is, but trying to find it, trying to nail it down is trying to, like trying to je- nail jello to a wall. Um, they'll continue to morph. They'll continue to change. Ultimately, it's cultural Marxism. It's the push for Marxism in our society. I love what Dr. Daniel Janosik said on our podcast a couple weeks ago on Palmetto Family Matters podcast. He said, the bloody revolution that Karl Marx wanted for the West and in America never could occur because the church did its job. Now, yes. now we're seeing the church has abrogated, it's backed away, it's, it's abdicated its rightful place in our culture, mm-hmm. mainly because we've been told to do so through things like the misnomer of separation of church and state, which is just a fallacy. It, it, it belongs nowhere. The, the words do not appear in the Constitution. Nowhere. In fact, they don't even appear in any official U.S. document until 1947 in yeah. Everson versus Board of Education. So we're seeing critical race theory. Uh, yeah, I believe that phrase was taken from a letter that Thomas Thomas Jefferson wrote to the Danbury Baptist. You and, got it. And and it it's, it's it was just a letter. It's, there was no there was no it's government nuts. document. That All that it. to say that yeah. the church has a rightful place. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. The framers set up our the fabric of our nation in order to uh, preserve the church. We came here for religious freedom, so. Critical race theory is everywhere. It, yep. it, it's in our schools. Dare I say, Reese, it's in some of our churches. Um, it is It is everywhere. It's not called critical race theory. Sometimes it's called social-emotional learning. By the way, not all social-emotional learning is bad. But when a child is confronted for the color of their skin, um, I, I go back to what Martin Luther King said just yeah. a few decades ago. Uh, he dreams of a day, and, and, and I think we're still pursuing that dream where children are not judged by the color of their skin but the content of their character. Yeah. And, um, you know, the biggest thing for us is, once again, trying to ascertain exactly where it is is like trying to nail jello to a wall. Yeah. The legislature spoke about this. They yeah. actually put into the budget a proviso. That proviso is only good for one year. 
It has they, to be renewed every year. Exactly. They want to do it. So we're looking to codify some language, put some language into law that would um, shut down, in effect, critical race theory, specifically in our public schools, public universities. It won't be called critical race theory, but yeah. it'll name those tenets um, that are so, so permeating our culture right now and are hurting, hurting and harming us deeply. Yeah, and I, and I think one of the things you mentioned that's an, a, an incredibly important point is oftentimes this will be subtle. They won't necessarily say, maybe some would, but they won't necessarily come out and say, okay, today is the uh, uh, lesson plan is on critical race theory. Uh, but critical theory, the more broadly, it's not always racial. Critical theory, more broadly, is just teaching children to hate our country. And, and it can happen in, in small bits, and it can slip in between other lessons. And so, and then, of course, the race, uh, critical race theory is when we focus on race issues, racism, I would say, and, and teach children that, that they have uh, a burden to carry because of the color of their skin. Yes. How is that not racism? It is. It is. Uh, it, it's, well, and, and what we're being told by guys like Kendi and others is you have to be an anti-racist now. I, I don't know what exactly that means, what they're trying to get at. But I'll tell you this. Uh, our country uh, is the greatest country on the face of the planet and has always has been. We yeah. are an exceptional nation. Why? Why? Because we are the first country outside of England. We are the first two countries to ever permanently outlaw and ban slavery on the face of the planet. Slavery and, and, and then, you know, what... There's, a, there's definitely something that we have in our past that we can't be proud of. There, there's no doubt about that. But we're also the first country and nation to outlaw it uh, outside of England. Nowhere ever on the face of the planet for millennia had anybody outlawed slavery. Yeah. It's a big deal. And, you know, when, you, when, when somebody says uh, America is fundamentally and thoroughly a racist nation, I think, you know, we've had a... We've had a a, a, a president of color. Yes. We have presently a vice president, woman of color. Yes. Uh, I think of Clarence Thomas, uh, a, a minority African-American child growing up in poverty in the South, growing up in Savannah, rose to the highest court of the land, sits, sits as a Supreme Court justice today. One of, Thank goodness he's there. And yet there are people who want to tell. So in, in my estimation, you can achieve anything you want to achieve in this country, regardless of the color of your skin. And that's what we should be teaching our children. It's a great story. You're speaking of equality. And unfortunately, they've hijacked the terms today. Words matter. You know this very well. Yeah. Um, they've hijacked equality, and now we're calling it equity. Equity. Instead of an equal starting place, everybody has an equal ending place, which means we have to stagger the start in order for everybody to finish in the same place. And that's just not right. Yeah. It's not just, and it's not fair. Sadly, what we've forgotten is that the gospel changes everything. Let me stop you right there. Can you hang with us through a break? Absolutely. Folks, we're talking to Mitch Prosser with Palmetto Family Council, and we're going to take a short commercial break. After these words from our sponsors, we'll be right back with more Saturday morning coffee. I'm Maurice Boyd. That's Mitch Prosser. Glenn Dye in the studio on this special edition remote broadcast. He's Stick with us. We'll be right back with more Saturday morning coffee. Saturday morning coffee. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour is now two full hours. Two full hours. On Talk 94.5. Are 
live broadcasts are made possible by PCRX Computer Sales and Service. They have the right prescription for your PC. Live on location. Talk 94.5. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. It is 8.07 on your Saturday morning, Saturday, October 30th, 2021. It's a special Saturday morning coffee broadcasting live from the Myrtle Beach Grand Dunes Marriott Resort and the First in the South Republican Action Conference. And right now, Glenn, we've got an extra little twist that's been thrown at us. We're having a fire alarm here in the building. Oh, is that what that is? I thought it was a doomsday alarm. Yeah, that's what that is. That's called a a fire alarm on live radio. Wow. Uh, Is there any way we can get that shut off? Yeah, the fire department will come and shut okay. that They're off. They're working on it, Glenn. Yep. We're going to get it shut off as quickly as possible. But for now... Well, uh, let's talk about, real quick, let's talk about the dismal shape that this country has gotten into since we have that doomsday alarm in the background. Yeah, it's a, it's a, good, it's a good sound motif. And there we go. We've got hey. some silence. So thank All goodness right. for blessings, uh, small blessings. So we're still joined here in the remote studio by <laughs> Mitch Prosser. Mitch is with Palmetto Family Council. And, Mitch, what's your title with Palmetto Family? I'm the director of outreach, which means I go from Varnville to Greenville, Blacksburg to Spartanburg. I'm all over the you state. You make the rounds. So you're yeah. meeting a lot of good friends. A lot of great people across our state. Yeah. And there's hope for South Carolina. Oh, all there the is. There. We've got great people here yes, in the sir. Palmetto State. And uh, glad that you're able to get out and meet folks on behalf of Palmetto Family. And we were talking a little bit about the uh, magazine that's being published now, yes. getting some great feedback on that. It's a great uh, episode. One of the things I was going to submit uh, to our folks is just a reminder, like that article from uh, uh, Reverend Monroe uh, states, there are three pillars of society, and, and our faith, our, our religious heritage is one of those pillars that has held our society up. You're absolutely right. It's so important for us to remember in every issue that the gospel speaks into that issue. Go back to critical race theory for just a minute, what we were talking about right before the break. Yeah. You know, the gospel speaks into that issue. The ground is level at the foot of the cross. So no matter the color of your skin, your ethnicity, your background, your gender, whatever you have going on in your life, whoever you are, were made to be by God in his image, Jesus Christ the power of the gospel speaks to you and says you are loved, you are yeah. cared for, and you're wanted by your creator. I, I have told people many times, I learned this by running for office, but what the world really needs is not politics. What That's the world right. really needs is the gospel. You've got it, absolutely. Yeah. So every issue, whether it's yeah, critical. What are the issues that Palmetto Family is working on right now? We're working on a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Um, but critical race theory, uh, that seems to be one of the hot-button issues right now. We're still a pro-life organization, contrary to what the uh, AP wants to tell us, that we're anti-abortion. We're pro-life, pro-life. which means we believe that uh, life begins at conception and ends with natural death, and that we must protect life through every stage. Did you see the quote where our own president said he does not believe life begins at conception? Oh, uh, that's frightening. That's it's, frightening. Yeah. And but he's a Catholic. Uh, well, you said it, uh, so now I'll capitalize on I'll, that. I'll, I'll, he, you know, now the Pope has said he should continue to take communion, but I, when he said life doesn't begin at conception, I thought, well, does does Joe Biden understand Catholic theology? Yeah, because our, Catholic theology says life begins at conception. Am I? Did I miss something? Uh, I mean, I'm not a Catholic. But I, I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Right. So what I'm wondering uh, with our president is if his politics haven't trumped his faith 
Um, and you sometimes, sometimes uh, people. Sometimes people. I don't have my belt, Mitch, but that's the rhetorical question of the hour. <laughs> jing, 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 jing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes people's politics trump their faith. Ask uh, President Obama when it came to things like. Um, Oh, yeah. marriage and other uh he was for it he was against it he was for it he was against it i would imagine that if you look back at uh, president biden's track record you'd find the same thing when it comes to life amen so well folks we've been talking to mitch prosser mitch is with uh, outreach director of outreach for palmetto family mitch is one of the many speakers speaking here at the republican action conference here in myrtle beach this weekend hosted by the south carolina republican party mitch if folks want to get in touch with palmetto family council get involved get this great magazine support Palmetto family and its work. How can they do that? So many ways, Reese, but the best way they can do that is text guardrails, G U A R D R A I L S, guardrails to 76076. Guardrails 76076. You can sign up for action alerts, email updates. You can get our magazine. You can download our app wherever apps are found. Yeah. Amazon, Apple, Google Play Store. You can download our app. You can listen to our podcast, Palmetto Family Matters. Podcasts, wherever podcasts are found, Apple, Spotify, Pocket Cast. We've got a lot of different stuff out there because we believe that an uninformed South Carolinian is an ineffective South Carolinian. So we want you to stay up to date on all the issues. That's why we made this magazine because it's so important for people well, to be informed. It is, it is vitally important, the work that Palmetto Family is doing in Columbia and elsewhere. And I encourage folks to get involved, uh, learn, text, uh, Give that number one more time. Text guardrails. Guardrails to 76076. 76076. So that's great stuff. Mitch, thanks for joining us here on the program. Come back anytime. Reese, thank you so much, sir. Have a great weekend. God bless you. Folks, that's Mitch Prosser with Palmetto Family Council, and uh, he's one of the many great speakers that you can hear if you will uh, drop by the uh, – I don't actually don't know that you can drop by if you don't have tickets. By the way, Mitch, do you have a uh, Palmetto – Palmetto, do you have a Saturday morning coffee coffee mug? Well, we're going to give you one, sir. You're, uh, you're, uh, that's your parting gift for us, folks. Mitch Prosser with uh, Palmetto Family Council doing great work, and we encourage you all to get involved with the work that Palmetto Family Council is up to and support the work of that ministry. Right now, waiting in the wings, Rob, have you got a minute? Have you got a minute, Rob? We're joined here in the remote studio by my good friend Rob Cahaley. Rob is a, a pollster extraordinaire with the Trafalgar Group in Atlanta. I think he's fresh off of uh, a Braves a Braves game last night. Tell us, uh, tell us, did you make it? Uh, did you make it through that? Okay. Oh, <laughs> now I watched that one on TV. I'm going tonight, but uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> watching the Bra- being a Gamecock fan perfectly prepares you from for watching the Braves. You you kind of squint through your fingers because you just wonder what's the next shooter drop. Yeah. So uh, every now and then it, it it's not horrible. <laughs> Well, but it scared. It wasn't comfortable. That's for sure. It was a it was a nail biter last night. Every time I tried to turn it off because I knew I had to get up at four to come do the show. Every time I tried to turn it off, I would wander back downstairs and, and turn it back on. So, uh, Rob, tell me a little bit about Trafalgar Group. You're, of course, nationally known for your ability to predict uh, the outcome of elections. You do great polling work. Uh, Known you for many years. Tell folks uh, what your take is on this current political environment, and more importantly, do you have any predictions for Virginia? Uh, well, the uh, current political environment is uh, a continued manifestation of what we saw in uh, 2016, uh, where the polling is going to be, the polling is not going to be as accurate as people expect it to be, because people are very hesitant to reveal their true opinions. Yeah. And so one of our strengths has been we've been able to identify shy voters and where they really stand. 
and uh, so we we expect that trend to continue. And uh, we were the first to, to see that the Virginia race was competitive. And actually, the day that we uh, came out with our first poll that showed Yunkin up by nine tenths, uh, the average was four points, and and now it swung the other way. But uh, you know, we feel like sometimes we're kind of keeping them honest out there. They they all got embarrassed uh, with some of their their averages compared to ours in uh, 2020 and 2018. And so we look, we look forward to that. I, I think that Yunkin, we got one more poll in the field, but I feel like uh, Yunkin's probably going to win that. Yeah. Uh, it, I still expect it to be close, uh, but I, I think he's going to pull that one out. And what do you see happening? What do your tea leaves tell you? What do you see happening in the midterm elections in terms of Congress and the Senate? Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, that is a direct proportion as to whether we send $3 trillion uh, to create more government dependence. If, uh, if we create more government dependence, uh, we've learned that there's nothing that affects somebody, how somebody votes more than a check from the government. Amen. So, and so uh, that really will depend on that. But uh, uh, with the environment as it is now, with redistricting the way it's been, I, I feel very confident for the Republicans. But uh, don't ever estimate that government check to change a vote. Well, um, what is your thought on uh, uh, the uh, local congressional race if y'all did any work on that do you see how we you have see not it? um I, you know what i've said on that is uh, knowing uh, this district and the state the way i do i think it will be highly unlikely uh without a tremendous influx of democrats voting the republican primary for tom yeah. rice to survive yeah now will he make a runoff absolutely i think yeah. he's probably going to make a runoff but more than likely who he's in the runoff with will we'll, uh probably win that that election yeah interesting interesting take i, I happen to agree with you but uh rob thanks for uh dropping by the remote studio and uh drop back anytime come back on the show anytime absolutely Good folks it's uh, rob kahaley with trafalgar group out of atlanta nationwide nationwide renowned polling firm and uh, folks it's saturday morning coffee the reese boyd radio hour special broadcast here from the south carolina republican party's uh, republican action conference right here in myrtle beach and i'm reese boyd that was rob kahaley We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. Don't leave town. Live broadcasts are made possible by PCRX Computer Sales and Service. They have the right prescription for your PC. Live on location. Talk 94.5. Local news and more. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour is now two full hours. More Reese means more coffee. Coming up next on Talk 94.5. Hi, everybody. It's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee. We're here today talking with Greg Sisson of the Greg Sisson Team, EXP Realty. And, Greg, you've been in this market for over 24 years locally. How does that experience translate to benefit your clients? You're right, Reese. Doing this for 24 years, we've learned a few things, and we specialize in better communication, giving our clients more peace of mind, and just handling all the details, streamlining the process. So how do you coach a buyer who's involved in an environment where there are multiple offers being submitted for properties that are moving quickly? You've got to have a buyer that absolutely has to have the property, meaning the motivation is there. Going in strong with terms and price is the way you win in this market. Folks, that's great real estate advice from Greg Sisson. Reach Greg and the Greg Sisson team EXP Realty at 843-251-2693 or reach them online at Greg Sisson. It's Greg Sisson and the Greg Sisson team, your choice for real estate experts here along the Grand Strand. Hi, everybody. It's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee, talking with Scott Pyle of Pyle Financial Services about how sound financial planning can help your family. Scott? 
There's so much unknown about where things are going politically, socially, and culturally. And certainly there's a huge concern many families have about where things are going financially. One of the best things you can do is learn how to keep more. We are helping families across the country keep more every day. Keep more wealth and keep more income now and in the future. If you want to learn how to keep more of your wealth and more of your income, schedule a time, talk to us today, and we'll lay out the roadmap for you and your family. Pile Financial Services, aligning wealth with purpose. Find them online at pilefinancialservices.com or call 843-945-4480. Securities and advisory services offered through Prospera Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk 94.5. Our live broadcasts are made possible by PCRX Computer Sales and Service. They have the right prescription for your PC. Live on location, Talk Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. It is 8.21 on your Saturday morning. Thanks for joining us here on this special edition of Saturday Morning Coffee, broadcasting live from the PCRXcomputers.com remote studio. We are at the Republican, the South Carolina Republican Party First in the South Republican Action Conference right here at the Marriott Grand Dunes Myrtle Beach Resort. And right now we are joined in the remote studio by a very special friend of the show, Lieutenant Governor Pamela Evett. Good morning, Lieutenant Governor. How are you? Good morning, Reese. Thank you for having me you here. Have to speak right into that right mic. Right into morning. that there mic. There you go. Yes. Very good. So no, it's great. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, it's always great to have you. You've been on the show several times now. You're one of our regulars, <laughs> and uh, Liz always gets jealous when you come in the studio on uh, Saturdays. But we love having you. You're always uh, so interesting to talk to. So much to go. Uh, so much to talk to you about. So much going on, and you're doing so much. And we appreciate all that you and the governor are doing. But what's what's uh, what what have you thought about the weekend so far? What's on your mind? Well, this has been great. So I was here last night, spoke to the crowd. What an energetic uh, group. We're really excited. You know, we now think that people are waking up. You know, the great congresswoman uh, from Gainesville was here last night speaking, and she feels and, and I agree that the woke culture has woke everyone up. Yes. And we're mad. Yes. And we don't like what we see, and we don't like the way this uh, country's going for our children, our grandchildren. And and you can see it by the amazing turnout here this weekend, people wanting to get involved. Yeah. we got a big election coming up in Virginia. You and I chatted about it uh, oh, yeah. before, while we were off air. Uh, Robert Haley, uh, you know, great predictions coming out of Virginia. I mean, I think we're really going to show the country. I'm hoping we're going to slow our, our Democrat friends. Uh, can yeah. we say that, our Democrat friends? Because we think well, so different. You know, like, but I, you never want to be mean, right? Uh, I, 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 pity, I pity ignorance. I feel bad. I feel bad for them. I feel bad. But I think they have really woke the sleeping giant, right? Yeah. They've woke parents up. Parents I, are, you can't mess with our kids, right, Reese? We're both parents. Amen. 
When uh, you I would s- ring my bell if I had it, but I'm into that. There is, there is, uh, and have you heard about this? And so I feel like it's breaking our way in Virginia, mm-hmm. and it will be interesting to see. I don't even want to say it, but if we win, uh, what the impact of that will be elsewhere. The ripples will be felt in many places, obviously. Um, but I think it's the woke culture, as you have said. And then I think there's a very real sense in our country that we all know, thanks to Barack Obama, that elections have consequences. We might say mm-hmm. whoever is in the White House, that has consequences. If you, don't like, if you don't like the elections, have consequences formulation. But it seems as though they are working hard 24-7 to destroy this country. I, mean, I know. It's unbelievable. I know. Well, when you just look at the, the crisis as we've had, and I, I said that last night, crisis after crisis, everything that they have touched has turned into a crisis from our border. And, you know, uh, the congresswoman said last night she's been down there three times. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is a national security issue. It is a humanitarian issue. And it is a health issue down at the border. And they are doing nothing about it. Um, and all those things coming back in yeah. in our country. They're making it worse. Have you heard about this crazy idea that is now coming out of the Biden administration that they intend or they're discussing? It appears that they plan to pay illegal immigrants who were who had their families separated as a result of of the zero tolerance policy that that the Trump administration enacted. They intend to pay those families four hundred and fifty thousand dollars each per person. So some of those families may get over a million dollars. Isn't that horrible? I mean, when you think about wh- what we can do with that money, what about all the what about all the wonderful families here who work really hard and can't afford to send their kids to college, right? And they have all these student loans. Why aren't we paying? If we're gonna do, if we're gonna just start throwing money away, let's throw it in in the pockets yeah. of Americans Amen. who have been paying taxes their whole life. We have hardworking Americans who are now being told, let's just let's just think through this for a second. This yeah. is the craziness that we're living in. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have hardworking Americans who are now being told if they want to keep their job, they have to go get a vaccine mm-hmm. that they may not want to get. Mm-hmm. And if they don't want to get the vaccine, they lose their job. They probably won't get unemployment. And nobody in D.C. has any sympathy for them. But yet we're going to reward people who came here illegally and pay them $450,000 a piece. I'm telling you. It's you know, insanity. You're speaking to the granddaughter of immigrants. Yeah. And I've heard my whole life, Reese, you know, when my grandmother came here, she came here at 15 years old by herself on a boat. Can you imagine? I'm a mom. I have a 14-year-old. I would have Harper sending him <laughs> down the street alone. Yeah. She was on a boat to a different country. Yeah. But she said there was never a guarantee she could stay. Yeah. And she was coming here legally, right? She did everything, came through Ellis Island, followed all the, yeah. followed all the rules. And once she got here, if somebody looked at her and she looked sick, or they had determined she wouldn't be able to be a productive member of society here in America, they would have turned her back around and sent her back on the next boat. And no, that is the real way immigration happened in this country. When we had, you know, the great wave coming over from Eastern Europe, that's how it's always yeah. been. You had to be productive. You had to have somebody here that would help you and sponsor you, uh, show, kind of show you the ropes. Um, and there was no guarantee. So I, I don't know why this has all gotten so turned. People will say it's because history is not being taught properly. We're not really teaching the way things were, but this idea of the way we thought that they should be. Um, but it's, it's very scary because our kids, it's yeah. our kids and our grandkids are going to pay these price tags. Let me, let me ask you this rhetorical question. If America is so evil and so inherently flawed and so inherently and systemically racist as some would have you believe why are there hundreds of thousands of people 
literally walking across Mexico, including Haitians, including people of color. They're walking, they're getting to Central America, and they're literally walking across Central America to get here. You know, Mike Pompeo... Mike Pompeo said it really good at the Silver Elephant. He said, the left has learned that if you if you call a name, you will freeze us in our steps because we don't want people to think bad about us as Republicans. We don't want that. And he said, we have to stop letting this name calling stop us. And that's what we're in this. We're in the business of now. You know, somebody calls somebody a name, somebody calls somebody another name until you can get a bad enough name that it makes the other person cringe and stop and turn yeah. away and walk away. And we're not we're not any of those things. We're not no nation is ever perfect. We're not perfect, but we are we are as close as it gets. You know, America is the last beacon of hope for freedom. Uh, for prosperity, where you get to choose your destiny. We are the last beacon of hope. And we heard people say it through the election, people that have come here from Cuba. We had that great speaker out of Miami that talked about how, you know, if if we ever lose democracy and freedom here in this country, you know, that, that lighthouse light goes out. Yeah. And ships will just stop at sea. People will have nowhere else to go. Yeah. What is a better hope? Show me if, if people are so convinced. We were just talking with uh, Mitch Prosser about critical race theory and, and all of these crazy Marxist ideas that, that have taken root at the university and they're trying to, to push into the mainstream. Just show me a country that's done a better job. Did the Soviet Union do a better job lifting people out of poverty? The Soviet Union's not here. They didn't yeah. survive. Is, did Venezuela do a better job lifting people out? Where on the globe has a country done more to lift the huddled masses out of poverty, and by that I mean people of all color, mm-hmm. then right here, yeah. right here in America. You know, my, my grandmother always said to us that this was the best country in the world because you could be whatever you wanted to be as long, now this is the key, as you were willing to work hard enough to get there. Yeah. Like you don't, there, there's nothing that comes to you by just being born here in this wonderful country. Yeah. You got to work. You got to roll up your sleeves. You got to have grit. You got to keep moving along. When you fail, you got to pick yourself up by the bootstraps and move on. That's where the that's great, the way it's supposed to be. That's where the great success. Yeah. And we've we've lost that lost a little bit of that because we you know as parents don't we want to have like we want our kids to work easier than we did. My my father wanted us to work easier than him. But you got to wonder if somehow in that we lost that sense that it's okay to fail, fail in the smallest ways so that you can succeed in the biggest ways. Yeah. Um, that And I think a lot of it is getting kids back to work. Yeah. But it's about, you hit the nail on the head. It's about taking, having the freedom to be all that God has allowed you and called you to be, yep. but taking personal responsibility for that outcome and working hard to get there. Exactly. It's all about working hard. Nothing. Isn't that what we should be teaching our kids? I mean, you know, that nothing that's not work, worth working hard for is worth having. Yeah. Joe Biden wants America to be a place where you break the law, you come into this country illegally, and you get a check for $450,000. How, how is that ever going to work? You know, my mother turned 93 last week, Reese, and she said if my grandparents were alive, they would cry at what has happened in the country because it, it was – it, this, these weren't the ideals. The ideals that people are, are talking about now are not the ideals of what 
made immigrants just crave for yeah. the freedom of America. Well, folks, we've been talking to Lieutenant Governor Pamela Evett. Pam, thanks so much for dropping by Thank the you. remote studio this morning. You know you're always welcome when you're in town. Come back to Saturday Morning Coffee anytime. We'd love to have you. Thanks we, so much, Reese. We love you. Folks, it's Lieutenant Governor Pamela Evett right here on Saturday Morning Coffee, and we're broadcasting live from the Republican Action Conference right here in Mor- Myrtle Beach. Join us. with. Uh, we'll be right back after these words from our sponsors with more guests and more hot talk here on Saturday Morning Coffee. I'm Reese Boyd. That's Lieutenant Governor Pamela Evett. Don't leave town. Everything I learned, gone, gone away. Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour, is now two full hours. More Reese coming up next on Talk 94.5. Enjoy scenic waterway dining and the best atmosphere in Myrtle Beach at Clearwater Oyster Bar and Grill. The only authentic oyster bar in the area where they shuck your oysters. In addition to the freshest assortment of oysters and appetizing seafood selections, they serve up Mexican favorites like tacos, fresh beef, and so much more. Enjoy happy hour on the gorgeous gazebo deck overlooking the waterway. For the freshest seafood and the best atmosphere on the waterway, make it to Clearwater Oyster Bar and Grill. Restaurant Row in Myrtle Beach. Soho Steak and Seafood and Sushi Bar on the waterway. A dynamic dining experience in a picturesque waterfront setting. Savor award-winning sushi creations, top quality steaks, the freshest seafood, and the best happy hour on the beach. Choose to open your palate to a truly diverse cultural menu. Delight in a dynamic dining experience on their famous tiki bar with an inspiring waterway view. Soho Steak, Seafood, and Sushi Bar. A local's favorite with two Two. locations. Restaurant Row and 21st Avenue. Myrtle Beach. You're listening to the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. Saturday morning coffee on Talk 94.5. Our live broadcasts are made possible by PCRX Computer Sales and Service. They have the right prescription for your PC. Live on location, Talk 94.5. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to this special live edition of Saturday Morning Coffee coming to you live from the Myrtle Beach Grand Dunes Marriott Resort and the first in the South Republican Action Conference hosted by the South Carolina Republican Party. I want to thank Lieutenant Governor Pamela Evett for stopping by the remote studio this morning. It's always great to talk to her. It is 836 on your Saturday morning program just flying by this morning. Thank you guys for Sticking with us here on uh, Saturday Morning Coffee, wanted to give a shout-out to Steve Howell checking in on the PCRXcomputers.com text line, talking about uh, the critical race theory that we were talking about earlier. He said the liberals call critical race theory innocent-sounding names, trying to deceive people into accepting it for the exact same reasons why they call the murder of the innocent and helpless baby's choice, family planning, and other innocent sounding name steve that's an excellent point you know it's a uh, language is an important thing it's a powerful thing and the way we label things is important and it has implications for outcomes which is why uh, i was uh, curious about the lieutenant governor's comment uh, we get called names we as conservatives we anybody don't like to be called names and uh, so you'll get uh, folks on the other side of the aisle who disagree with us who will uh, try to call you names, try to make it personal. But, yes, they use names uh, to, to camouflage and, and disguise evil. 
uh, and they also use uh, names to achieve uh, their purposes. So it's an important point, folks. Right now, uh, here in the remote studio, we're joined by our next very important guest, also a speaker here at the Republican Action Conference uh, this weekend. We're joined by Cleta Mitchell now. She is the Senior Legal Fellow at the Conservative Partnership Institute, hosted by, uh, that's uh, an organization that is chaired by our own former Senator uh, Jim DeMint. And uh, Cleta is a lawyer. She's a, So she and I share that. She is a former practicing lawyer. She is actually, interestingly, uh, we all hear about the cancel culture, but she was actually canceled. So Cleta, you've got an interesting story to tell. We're, we'll be curious. Uh, we're interested to hear that, but welcome to the show. Thank you for dropping by. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And uh, you're, of course, a speaker here at the event. You're going to yes. be talking about election integrity, yes. which is an extremely important issue. Uh, we talk about election integrity all the time on mm-hmm. Saturday morning coffee. Um, I've, I've said if we don't fix this problem, nothing else matters because right. if, if you can't trust what happens at the ballot box, then you don't have a democracy. Well, I mean, that's true. And in fact, that it, <clears throat> in the Declaration of Independence, <clears throat> it says <clears throat> that governments derive their just powers from the uh, consent of the governed. Amen. And the yes. way we give consent and withdraw consent is through elections. And if those election outcomes are predetermined, because of a, the fixes in, then we're no longer able, as, as a free people, to give and withdraw our consent. I think that's what happened in 2020. Yeah. I'm going to talk about that this afternoon. And um, as you said, I was canceled uh, because, yeah. because I was part of President Trump's volunteer yeah. legal team in Georgia post-election. I was asked by Mark Meadows the day after the election to go to Georgia I was in Georgia. I still do something about Georgia, it seems like, every day, whether I want to or not, yeah, yeah. because there's always something going on trying to fix the problems in Georgia. And um, when that became known in early January, the Lincoln Project, which, as we know, is run mm-hmm. by sexual predators and uh, yep. perverts, but yep. um, they hated Trump and they hate uh, all Republicans. And they came after me and went to all of the corporate. I, I was a partner almost 20 years in a, a national law firm with a lot of corporate clients. Yeah. And so they started posting the n- names and phone numbers of corporate clients of the firm and had people calling and demanding. So you'd have perfect strangers lighting up the switchboards of companies. Your law firm. Of oh, or of your clients. Com- of of your clients. clients saying, yeah. to, we're going to fire you. We're going to have to fire you, Folin Lardner, as a as a law firm, as our law firm, if you don't fire her, and they, plus they did. Well, that sounds that sounds like democracy in action. Yeah, doesn't that, it? That's, that's a very like, fair yeah, thing. Yeah, that's a course. very fair thing. And then they uh, did the same thing to the firm. Yeah. Uh, we had to literally shut our switchboard down yeah. for two yeah. days. There's nothing Marxist about that. Oh no, that's nothing. the free market at work. Oh, I would yeah, say absolutely. Yeah. And so I, I resigned my partnership uh, after nearly you know 20 years at the firm. Practicing election and campaign finance law, yeah. but I always say we always say, don't we, uh, believers, that where God closes a window, He opens a door. Amen. And uh, Senator Dement, I had worked with Senator Dement for many years, yeah. and actually did all the legal work to create the Conservative Partnership Institute. And so he called and said, "You come over and join us, yeah. and ta- you're going to spend full time." doing what you love, which is uh, working on election integrity. So that's what I'm doing. And oh, that's I awesome. I couldn't be happier. Yeah, that kind of reminds me, and, and uh, just a little personal aside, a joke, but I do a lot of corporate uh, work myself as a lawyer, and we do a lot of nonprofit work, and I've formed a lot of uh, political nonprofits in my in my firm. And 
Uh, I kind of joke sometimes with my wife. I, I hope one of these organizations will hire me one day. So maybe <laughs> maybe I'll get canceled one day and uh, and can follow in your footsteps. But so one of the things that uh, I talk about often on Saturday morning coffee is election integrity. It's very um, important. Again, it, we, it's a non-starter if we don't fix it. Everything else is irrelevant. But. Are we making progress? What's going on? What are you gonna, what's your take on where we are? Have we made progress since 2020, or are we another 2020 waiting to happen in 2022? Well, it's, it's a possibility of both. And uh, let me tell you, I'll tell you the good news and the, and the threats. Okay. Um, there were, uh, since March, I've been conducting a weekly conference call among organiza- grassroots organizations and individuals who are concerned about election integrity. And we do an hour call once a week on Friday mornings um, talking about various things that need to be done. And what I had initially intended was to talk about state legislation, what we need to do in the states, what we need to do to fix things and how to get people involved and all. What we've ended up, unfortunately, having to spend a lot of our time discussing and a lot of the efforts that have been spent in 2021 have been devoted to stopping these the federal takeover of our elections that the Democrats in Congress are trying to cram down our throats. I want to go back to the consent of the governed. What they're trying to do in Washington is they're trying to codify and and make permanent all the mischief that they that that happened in 2020. Amen. And they're trying to take it out of the hands of the state legislatures. They're trying to say that you can't. Ding, ding. That's my invisible bell. I have a bell in the studio, but ding, ding. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Okay. Um, But they, um, they're trying to outlaw voter ID. Yeah. Require all mail-in ballots, allow non, uh, non-citizens to vote. I mean, the list goes on and on. And they've introduced bill after bill after bill. And to tell you the truth, Joe Manchin from West Virginia and Kristen Cinema, Kirsten Cinema from Arizona, because they won't budge on yeah. the, on the filibuster, that is the only thing standing between us. Let me ask you this question. <laughs> it's fascinating, and I think that, real quick, there's so much we could talk about. <clears throat> but you're exactly correct. The consent of the <clears throat> excuse me the consent of the government is fundamental. Either we control our government, or it controls us. That's exactly right. There, there's, there's no middle. There's, there's no, no middle ground. There's no in between. There is no in between. Either we control the government, or it controls That's us. Exactly it, right. It's it's not negotiable. It's, it's not it's negotiable. It's either or. Um, but what is the argument that says? What is the legal argument that says if, if you're an illegal alien or you're not a citizen of this country, what is the legal argument that says you should be allowed to participate in the electoral process? You're not here legally. There's no legal argument. I'm not, I'm not even going to get to the bit that you shouldn't get $450,000, but <laughs> why should you be allowed to vote? Well, because if you're a Democrat and you want to retain your power, that's your source of power. Just know this. California would have lost multiple House seats. In this apportionment, had they only counted citizens for purposes of, of apportioning the House seats in the uh, United States House of Representatives, which is something that President Trump was, had proposed and said we should not include illegals and non-alien uh, uh, and aliens. We should only, even permanent residents without citizenship status, they shouldn't be counted for yeah. purpose of apportioning. The, the members of the House of Representatives, California would have lost votes. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you're clear. So California would have lost would have representation. Lost they would have lost seats. If it was based on legal citizens. If it was only based on legal citizens. That's exactly right. That's why, and you see San Francisco now allowing non-citizens to vote. And 
you, you, they, this is a power grab for the Democrats. Yeah. Well, Cleta, I hope you will stay in touch. We've got to run to a break, but thank you so much for coming to this event. Uh, good luck to you with the work that you're doing at the Conservative uh, Partnership Institute. Say hello to Senator DeMint. I will. Can and, I to, give a, and to Mark can, Meadows. Yeah. Can I give a plug for my podcast? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I have a new podcast on election integrity. It's called Who's Counting? And with Cleta Mitchell. So go to our website. It's whoscounting.us, whoscounting.us, all the news about election integrity and my weekly podcast. We'll do that, and I'll push your podcast if you'll encourage your listeners to sign up for Saturday Morning Coffee. I'll do it. All it's right, very deal. good. We got a deal. Thanks, Thank Cleta. You. So nice to meet you, folks. It's Saturday Morning Coffee. That's Cleta Mitchell. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. I'm Reese Boyd. Don't leave town. Talk. Saturday morning coffee. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk 94.5. Hi, everybody. It's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday morning coffee. We're here today talking with Greg Sisson of the Greg Sisson team, EXP Realty. And Greg, if you represent a seller in this market, how do you help them determine what the right listing price is in a market such as this? To determine the right listing price today, you have to look at the current pendings that are comparable. We don't even need to look at the closed sales because that's in the past. In an upward trending market that's going up this quickly, we look at homes that are on the market that are for sale or have just gone pending, and that's what we're basing our pricing on. But you have to be careful not to overprice. When a home is on the market for more than 25 to 30 days, people start wondering what's wrong. So you got to be careful not to overprice it. Folks, that's great real estate advice from Greg Sisson. Reach Greg and the Greg Sisson team, EXP Realty, at 843-251-2693 or reach them online at gregsisson.com. It's Greg Sisson and the Greg Sisson team, your choice for real estate experts here along the Grand Strand. Thanks for waking up with Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk 94.5. Our live broadcasts are made possible by PCRX Computer Sales and Service. They have the right prescription for your PC. Live on location, Talk Everybody, welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. It is a special edition of Saturday Morning Coffee. We're broadcasting live from the Myrtle Beach Marriott Grand Dunes Resort. It is 8:49 on your Saturday morning. Thanks for joining us, sticking with us, sticking with us here on the show. Uh, and a lot uh, that we wanted to get to today, but we've been so busy. We've been uh, just a, a, a conga line of guests here through the remote studio. Uh, and the PCRXcomputers.com remote studio here at the Marriott Grand Dunes Resort. And uh, so we haven't gotten to a lot of the issues that I wanted to raise. We did talk about the crazy idea that's come out of the, the Biden administration to pay illegal immigrants $450,000 apiece for the alleged uh, injustice and trauma that they suffered when they were separated as family units by the zero-tolerance policy uh, adopted by the Trump administration. Of course, this is entirely political, folks. This is a swipe at Donald Trump is all this is, and Biden is fully involved and fully on board with it, and it is the craziest idea I've ever heard. But uh, we've got time for one more guest here on the show, and we're joined here in the remote studio by Barbara Arthur. Barbara is a Arthur. Uh, 
Did I say it incorrectly? You Arthur. Said Arthur. Arthur. Barbara Arthur is a candidate for uh, Congress, the seventh district seat currently held by uh, Representative Tom Rice. So, Barbara, you've been on the program before, but welcome back to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be with you. It is so great to have you here. What do you think about this Republican Action Conference? I think it's awesome. I've enjoyed the speakers, and uh, the teachings have been wonderful. And uh, speak directly into the mic if you yes, can. Sir. Make sure we get. Make okay. sure we, they can hear you. There you go. And uh, so, how you've been uh, campaigning now for several months? How's it going? It's going very well. It's just a lot of work. Oh yeah. And that's all. It's going to be a lot of work and whatever it takes right now because we need for for Congress right now. What we need is someone who understands the issues, and yeah. the issue is communism. We've got more communists in Congress right now than ever before in U.S. history. And we need to know what they're up, what they want to do, which is overturn our Constitution. Mm-hmm. And whoever goes up there needs to understand that this we're going to be fighting communists, and they're wicked. They are evil. They yeah. cheat. They lie. They steal. They have absolutely no morals. Yeah. And we need to understand that. Well, and it's like we talk about on, on this show every week and, and elsewhere, whenever somebody puts a microphone in front of me, I mean, I – the survival of the country is literally on the line. Totally. These people want to undo everything that has made this country great. Um, you know, uh, having people show up on your shore illegally and rewarding them with $450,000 for breaking the law, that is not what has made this country great. Totally, yeah. Listen, for me, that is just an insult. And yeah. I'm totally disgusted by it because yeah, when I Given came your to, background and your you, family story. Yes, sir. I, yeah. came to, I came to the United States in 1969 with my father and two other siblings. My mother was forced to stay behind for 23 years with three other siblings. Yeah. My family was split in half for 23 years. Yeah. My mother received her U.S. visa, but it was the communists who kept her from coming. Yeah. Castro's regime. If your mother could have gotten on a raft and, and made her way across the Straits of Florida, do you think uh, anybody would have met her at the shore with a check for four hundred fifty thousand dollars? Absolutely not. But we, we, or should they, and should they have? We keep the we we do not break the law. My, it's crazy. Mean, we, yeah, we my, we chose to do it legally. She could have done that, but we she chose to to stay in line and come here legally. They want to reward people who are coming here illegally. Meanwhile, we're taking jobs away from hardworking Americans. Because they don't want to take a vaccine. The, the jury's still out on, by the way. It's, it's, it's like the world is turned upside down. But they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. I, I do not believe for a minute that this is by accident. I truly believe they are rousing American citizens. They know what they're doing. I don't know whether they want an uproar or what it is that they're truly are seeking. But this is not by accident. This is not. This is, they've got a purpose and a plan. And it truly, it is to um, to overthrow our constitution, and they want chaos. They yeah. want chaos. It's like I it's like I told my wife. It's it's almost Barbara as if they want a revolution. Totally, I agree with that. I see it. I, I mean, if I had to guess, if I had it, to guess, I'd say the same thing. So, uh, how do you? Um, what, what's your uh, take on the uh, the Congress? I mean, I know you're running, obviously, so you can tell me a little bit about what, what you would do. But just as a general question, curious what you would say about this. How do we get people? Because I see so many times people run for Congress. They say, oh, I'm going to be a Republican. I'm, I'm conservative. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And they get to Washington. They get inside the Beltway. They start hanging out with those K Street lobbyists. And the next thing you know, they're they're making the daily schlep over to the Republican (laughs) Congressional Committee. They're dialing for dollars. They realize you have to raise big money to play the committee game in Congress. And suddenly, before you know what happened, they're 
they're they're part of the cog. They're another cog in the wheel. They're a part of the problem. Right. So how do we send people? How do we create an environment where we can elect people, send them to Washington, who will actually stay true to limited government, small government principles, and solve these problems for the American people? You've got to know your candidate. You've got to thoroughly know your candidate. I am not a politician. I've never in a million years thought I'd be doing what I'm doing right now, ever. But when I saw the communist tactics being used by the left and the media on American citizens, I panicked because communism devastated my family. First and foremost, though, I am a Christian, and that is exceedingly important right now because we cannot divorce God from politics. If the founding fathers had done that, we would not have the Constitution. America is a Christian nation. We need to remember where we came from we need to return to our roots so uh, we need people in congress right now who are not ashamed to say we need to turn back to our roots which is which is a christian christian um heritage yeah john adams the constitution was only created for a moral and religious people it's inadequate for, for the government of any other we need to turn back to our roots. America, when we left Cuba, my father worked in labor camps for three years before we were able to come, before he got his visa. Yeah. He worked cutting sugar canes for three years. To come to an America that is free, with morals and values, with opportunities to pursue the American dream, the Biden's America looks like Castro's communist Cuba. And people, I tell everyone I come in contact with, you must make a stand. You must stand firm. You've got to push back. You cannot surrender. You cannot submit to this administration and their communist tactics we've got our men and women in uniform they put their lives on the line every single day for our freedom yeah every day the pilgrims cross the ocean to a world unknown for religious freedom don't let google tell you that it's a story in a storybook and the uh, and the colonists they picked up arms against the greatest military force of the ever For freedom. So what are you willing to do today, listeners? What are you willing to do for freedom? Yeah, amen. I tell people, if you you look at people say that that, uh, our our foundational faith did not matter. I say, well, if you want to look at a constitution written by atheists, look at the Soviet constitution. And that's what you get. If, if the Constitution is written by atheists, that's what you get. It was the faith that our founding fathers had that informed their view of human dignity. And the, and the natural rights of man. And made us who we are. Amen. And, and I kind of feel like today it's sort of, it's sort of do or die. I mean, we're at, we're at, we're mm-hmm. at, we are at a crossroads at a turning point, mm-hmm. and, and we have to fix this country now. Yes. The, the, the future won't work. Totally. Yeah. Totally. We don't have time. We've got to do it right now. And, my, and what I am encouraging are those who call themselves Christians mm-hmm. to get up and do something. You Amen. cannot divorce God from politics. You must. You must do something if you care for our country. So if folks want to learn more about your campaign, Barbara, how can they do that? They can uh, contact me at BarbaraArthur4SC.com, and I have a contact information there, BarbaraArthur4SC.com. You can call me, 843-621-3003. Happy to take your calls and answer your questions. Awesome. Well, Barbara, good luck to you. Thanks for the courage that you have to run and come back on the show anytime. Yes, ma'am. Folks, it's Barbara Arthur, candidate for Congress, and I encourage you to check out her campaign and learn more about all that she stands for. Let me leave you guys with this bit of wisdom from the Proverbs. 
imparting wisdom as always on the show from Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. Folks, it's been a great Saturday morning coffee. I want to thank all my guests, including Lieutenant Governor Pamela Evett. You guys have a great weekend. Stick around for Up With America. Tom Heron will be back next week with more Saturday morning coffee. I'm Reese Boyd. Y'all be blessed. RX Computer Sales and Service. They have the right prescription for your PC. Live on location. Talk 94.5. Thanks for waking up with Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk 94.5.